We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Mr. Kime, have the Buckeye quarterbacks of the past decade, have they been given a bad rap? Uh, well, before I get to that one, it's not enough success, Doc. So let's. We're, I'm going to start there. Needs to be more success to keep me to keep us happy. So you think you? Oh, so you need to beat Michigan? Is what you're saying? Well, it starts first and foremost with that. Yes. Okay. But then, right. then you know, another natty here and there. Um, anyway, okay. let's get to the quarterbacks. So <sighs> until you succeed in the NFL, the rep is going to be what it is, right? So okay. you've got to do that. But the one thing that I think people kind of forget is because like. I had people even last year would be like, well, it's Ohio State system. So I'd ask them, like, and these are like just regular fans where they're like, okay, I'll play. What's this, what, is it, what is it about the system? Well, they can't answer that. It's just a generic response. And so that's one thing, like, so is the system, is the system an issue? And I've asked people that, and they say, well, they're really kind of running the same stuff that others do. Um, but the problem is you have a lot of the talent around that quarterback. So it's hard to get a full gauge on who they are or what they can do sometimes. And you have to be careful about that. Like I had somebody last year like, well, what if Desmond Ritter had played in that offense that, you know, like that CJ Stroud with the talent around that CJ Stroud had, would he look a lot different? You know, how different would he look, you know, and vice versa. So like, that's the hard part sometimes with the quarterbacks from Ohio State is the talent around. Like I would watch Justin Fields, you know, teams would talk about the processing and all that. Well, I'm watching him, and sometimes he would take a sack because you know that if you hold the ball just a little bit longer, this guy's going to get open because they can't cover you that long. And, and if it's third and 12, you can still get out of it because you have these guys around you. So it just kind of skews some things. So that's one thing. The other thing, Doc, I think that people need to remember is that they didn't play this kind of system until Ryan Day came here. And they didn't really have quarterbacks who were, who were considered at a certain level until the last five, six, seven years. You know, it was really it started with Dwayne Haskins. Like before then, you know, you didn't – you really weren't – the school wasn't known for putting out great quarterbacks because they didn't really recruit that position the same way they did other spots. I mean, Troy Smith went in as a three-star quarterback to Ohio State. So it's kind of – you know, so I mean, so like it wasn't until they start until the last really several years with Ryan Day especially – where the offense kind of went to a different spot where it's a lot more pro-oriented, and then um, you, were, you were recruiting a higher level of, of player at quarterback. So, you know, and Terrell Pryor was one under Jim Trestle um, as well. So, but that's like there, there, ha- there weren't a lot of those kind of guys before the last five, six years. So it's really a new 
thing as far as quarterbacks coming out of there, but I do think that the talent around them sometimes makes it hard to fully evaluate who are they. It is amazing that the the amount of talent that he has had and, and following a dominant program and, and a dominant coach, but he took the level, the talent level yeah. from really a run read option type program right. to where they could drop in the pocket. And most people are good to have an ace. They always have three aces and a tight yeah, end. Look, <laughs> That's yeah, the crazy yeah, look part. At the, I mean, look at like, look at what Olave and Garrett Wilson did in the league last year. Yep, and then like look at what they did. Like Jackson Smith and Jigba is is going to be a first round pick. Mm-hmm. He didn't play last year, and they had a really good offense because he got Marvin Harrison Jr., who's probably better. Do you know what I mean? Like, and so there were guys. There's still guys there. Mecca Ibuka is really good, and he'll be a good you know player in the NFL one day. He's going to be a first or second day pick, right? So like they and Kate Stover, good tight end. They had they've had talent, so. You know, when you can, re- you know, not many teams could replace. This is one thing for C.J. Stroud. Like, you lost in Jigba for almost all the year, except for a couple games he was bit. Right. Then your running backs were in and out. And then your tight ends get hurt. Like, and they still were in position to beat Georgia because yeah. their quarterback's really good. But they also have a lot of talent there. So, you know, it does, it makes it hard sometimes to accurately gauge. But I do think, like, what C.J. does is really good. How is he going to be as an NFL guy? I mean, you hear some people who really, really like him, and some people say he's Teddy Bridgewater. I don't know, you know, but um, he has skills that really work, and I think he's got a shot because of that. But I just don't, you know, I always, I kind of, I don't laugh, and I understand why people say some things, but it's not about the system. The system is different than it was under Urban Meyer. This is not, it hasn't been an Urban Meyer team since he left. So it's it's only recently that they really started to play a certain style and recruiting certain types of players at quarterback. And, you know, CJ kind of came out of nowhere. I don't think they were expecting him to become what he did. Um, but, I mean, he's he's an accurate thrower, and that's, that's his strength. Well, you'll always have my respect anytime Joe Burrow has to leave to go somewhere yeah. out there. If that's the kind of people that you are shooing out of there or who can't make the cut, it is mind-boggling to me. The John Kime podcast is a must-listen. Of course, his work in writing with ESPN is legendary, and he has the toughest assignment in all the sports because he covers the commanders. <laughs> and, um, and the quarterback situation there is right. one that's just really unique. Uh, yeah. I, I liked it. We talked about it all throughout the summer. I think they did a really good job in selecting this young man. I think they've done a lot, of, a good job at a number of things but it just doesn't translate into enough wins for me. No. And I, I think we're at a real crossroads now because we're starting to celebrate being average. And I think that's a cancer. And I think if you can fall prey to that and you will never recover. Yeah. And you can't like, you have to take a, you've got to take a big step this year. Right. And we've said, yeah. but how many years have we said that every year we've and, been talking about it. Yeah. And they, I thought they had to take a step last year and Carson Wentz didn't pan out. And so, you know, for a variety of reasons, not all related to Carson Wentz. Right. Um, I agree. But, this, but that situation did not work out. And so, yeah, you, you know, it's funny, Doc, because when we were on the road, it was in Houston. I saw, mm-hmm. I went back to the hotel and was talking to, a, they were, you know, picking up some food and talking to a guy 
um, at the hotel bar, and he's like, I just want to see him win a playoff, get in the playoffs again, win a playoff game. Like that was, that's how it's kind of fallen to where that was the goal for this guy who was a longtime fan. And, you know, I, I'm like, he was like, you know, but if that's, that's a first step. Then once that happens, now it's like, okay, now you got back there. Now you got to do more because it hasn't been like that for, for a long, long time, obviously. So, yeah, I mean, you can't, I don't think, I think people inside there on that football staff know that you, you've got to take a step this year because you're going to have a new group coming in. And if you go nine and eight this year, I don't think that's going to cut it. <laughs> you know, I mean, <clears throat> so I think you, you know, I, think they know that they have to take that big step because they're under a different um they'll be under a different situation than they would have been had Dan Snyder stayed yeah I want to ask you a question about size and quarterbacks because John Kime the the, a absolute beast at what he does and part of the lucky crew and I call us all lucky crew whenever you get a chance to do something that you enjoy doing and they pay for it I mean I I never take that for granted I never it's not rocket science but I never take it for granted. But when I when I watched the, the this college season, watch this young kid out of Alabama throw yeah. effortlessly, be just so Bryce Young is smooth as silk. <clears throat> like him. And not the quick twitch freak that Murray is. He's got a lot of different things, but what he does, he just wins at every stinking level. And I'm wondering, and but I can understand their doubt. Yeah. And I wonder where do you stand? Yeah, I stay, <clears throat> I love watching him. I really do. And I wish, I really wish he were about an inch taller, mm. not even so much the height, but that he was thicker, right? Yeah. That he had a, a, a thicker frame to withstand what he's going to have to withstand in the NFL. Yeah. And it's funny, Doc, because I've talked to people about that, and they'll say, like, he's too slender. He's too slender. And then right. I talk to someone else, and I ask the same question. Do you think he's too slender? It's like, goes, you know, every quarterback – has something. He said, there are some guys that have all these traits and they're, they're not smart. So which right. one, which way, you know what I mean? Like there's going to be something you have to work around with him. It's, is he too slender? And I know what he weighed at the combine. It was a little over 200. The question is always, you know, because he did not play at that weight. He had to work hard to get up there. Mm-hmm. So how can he maintain that weight? And if not, what's the result? I know like the dimension, the, the size or whatever is, you know, compares to Kyler Murray, but Murray plays, I think, at that weight. And Murray's got a, you know, is a, is a little bit more like Russell where you got a thicker, lower, lower yeah, his body. Trunk was, and his yeah, quick yeah. twitch is off right. the charts. Oh, it, is. it absolutely is. And so, you know, that's the question you have with Bryce Young because if there were no questions, he's the number one pick. Um, you know, and I think he'd be a slam dunk number one pick without, without um, any question about that. I do think that there's enough people that like him that somebody will move up to get him. I just, I, I would believe that. Um, so because, but it is, it's just with him, it's kind of, it's going to kind of be like, does it bother you? Or does it not? And I've talked to some people who it does and mm-hmm. some who it doesn't. And some who would say like, if I'm the bears, you know, like, cause the question is like, if you're the bears, do you keep Justin Fields or do you trade and, and take Bryce Young? If you think he's better. And yeah. there's some people like, you know, he's, he's not, a Trevor Lawrence type, um, you know, potential, yeah. right? Because the size. Yeah. But I like him. I mean, he can play. There's no doubt. Yeah, it is. I think the kid in Chicago, I'd keep him too. He I is without question too, yeah, the yeah. best runner in the game. Yeah, and and I think like if you, the the problem with the Bears is you don't have any talent around him. Yeah, not kind of yet. A problem. 
Yeah, not yet. And yeah, so, like, not, if I'm yeah. them, I'm going to try. I would do what I can to, but like, I don't think that Bryce Young, if a, if a guy was a slam dunk, like Andrew Luck, you know, yeah. Lawrence, somebody coming out where it's like this is a slam dunk, then okay. Short of that, I'm building around Justin Fields and see. And if you know, and if it doesn't work, like. Shoot, if it doesn't work this year, the quarterback class next year is also really good. Probably better. This guy throws out information like a Gatling gun, <laughs> no doubt about it. And we are honored. Uh, and I, I'm kidding. I mean, I know we laugh a lot and talk a lot of trash, but John Kime, he's an artist, man. And and we've got an artist here, John, in Eminem. And the young fella, man, he's blazing. He's under 25, and he's throwing flames. And he's got a question for you. Hey, John, ESPN right now has Ohio State number two heading into next season. Um, you know, who are some players that we should uh, keep an eye out for uh, for the Buckeyes this coming season? How much time do we got? Cause, oh, my I mean, God. Mar- <laughs> <laughs> How do you like that answer? I love that. I, mean, listen, oh, I love it starts, that. <laughs> it starts with Marvin Harrison because the guy yeah, is terrific. Yeah. But I think the guy to watch, because I think the guy that – whether they stay at number two or not, Kyle McCord, the quarterback, you know, he was Marvin Harris's teammate, Harrison's teammate in high school. Mm-hmm. He was a, he was a big time recruit and CJ Stroud beat him out. And what, but what does he do? Cause they have a guy behind him, Devin Brown, who is another big time recruit, you know, I think four or five star recruit. So that's to me, he's the guy to watch, but you have talent around him. And again, Ibuka's back, and Kate Stover, their tight end is back, and you know, and the running backs, Travion Henderson, um, will be back, and hopefully he'll be healthy, which he hasn't been, which he wasn't at all last year. So, but I think the key with that, and the key to Ryan Day's teams, has been the quarterback play. If McCord plays well, there you go. And I think defensively, it's Sawyer and Tuamulau. Like if they're defense as defensive ends, if they take that. Bosa young leap, then that defense could be really good. If not, then you know, then you'll hear me complaining about everything on their D again. So if you watch, you know, their D coordinator was hired to win two games last year, Michigan and Georgia, and they flopped in both. So do it, and he's got to do a better job with that. But if those two ends are big time playmakers, then you got a better shot. And there, there's things in the secondary, but those are the ones that I would watch. Mm-hmm. McCord especially because if he does well, they'll do really well. Now, under Ryan Day, you guys have had great regular seasons, but do you think there's any chance that he could be on the hot seat this year if you guys don't win a playoff game? Um, Is it win a playoff game or beat Michigan? Well, listen, if you if you lose to Michigan the third year and then you somehow make the playoffs and don't win, there's going to be a lot of pressure because your job there is to win those games. You're, yeah. You know, you are – they put you in a position to win those games. And so, you know, is he, should he be on the hot seat? Like, not right now. Like – if you talk to someone after the Michigan game, they're going to, they're ready to, you know, whatever. And it's like, yeah, yeah. The program is really good. So I don't, I don't, I don't think that it, everything depends on what happens. Like this year, they lost the playoff game, but they gave Georgia a hell of a game and they lost. Like, again, you look at what they lost on offense as far as, you know, their, their top two running backs. They're in, in the end of the game, you, you know, you don't have Marvin Harrison. You don't have, and, and Jigba didn't play. And yet they were still producing at a high level. Why is that? So I think what he has to do is take care of that defense, make sure the defense is, is better and, you know, give yourself a better chance. But 
I don't. I think it just depends on, on how it would unfold. If you beat Michigan, people will be happy. And then everything from there is like, all right, let's go. Final question for the author of the John Kime podcast and, of course, all his work on ESPN, Lamar Jackson. Ravens. Not coming. Where where Not do you see here? It? No, I didn't know. I, I don't, <laughs> why would he do that? But where do you see this thing ending up? I don't know. I think he stays in Baltimore. And it's funny because I know, like, there's always this, you know, this, oh, Lamar to D.C. And, like, why? For, like, I'll just spell that one. Like, why yeah. would the Ravens <laughs> trade him here in our yeah. way? Like, they've done a good job pilfering this fan base. Yeah. They're giving fans back. You're not doing it, that. So here's the thing, Doc. Like, the Ravens are having a hard time getting in touch with him, right? Who's, like, will another team be able to get in touch with him? Like, you know what I mean? Like, so if they slap the non-exclusive tag, which means they could conceivably trade him if another team makes him an offer, but will another team be able to get in touch with him? Because he doesn't respond to the Ravens' calls. So I don't know. So I think in the end he's going to end up playing back there. I just I, – that's what I would think. Unless – I just – I don't know that someone's going to want to – um, give up the money and the cap space. I just, I wonder how the impact of some of the quarterback moves the last couple of years will impact Lamar's market as far as like, what are you willing to give up? Like Russell, like, you know, look what these guys had to give up for Carson Wentz. And it wasn't nearly as much as what Denver had to do with Russell Wilson. Was it worth it? You know? And, you know, cause that's a lot of cap space and a lot of draft capital. So yeah. I, just, I think the, I haven't seen anybody win. Cleveland, the big haul. Denver, yeah. the big haul. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Seattle Seahawks, they wasn't a big haul, but to me, they came out as the best. This is such a yes. – so much hype goes into this. It's like the combine. Last year's yeah. hero ended up in Tennessee. He's terrible. Now right. we got to nod the next cam. But why didn't he do it in college? He was in games because he's not right. ready. But somebody's going to bite and move up. And if you got the coaches and players – they help him grow, maybe, but I think right. more cases than not, it's going to be a crap throw in. You're yeah, going to make a think, bad decision. I, and I think the other thing is, too, is like you look what Seattle did with Geno Smith. Yeah. And I think what these guys want to do with Sam Howell, yeah. which is, okay, if you don't, how much do you really want to invest into that, into someone else getting them here? What do you have to give up? Like for Derek Carr, for example, which who's obviously not with New Orleans, but yeah. you Good move for to, him. Yeah, it is. But like for these guys, why you're not? If you had to give up a lot of draft capital, and then which nobody did, but like in the cap space, what can't you do that you need to do to protect him? You know, can you do that? Well, so then if you can't, then build out around him and try to get your quarterback on a rookie deal, and it allows you to then sign Deron Payne. You know what I mean? So I just it's I just think what that position has become so expensive that you really have to be smart about how you handle who you get, what you have to give up for them. And while it's the, it's the most important position, you still have to have other stuff, man. You have yeah. to have those hogs, Doc. Yeah, well, let's see what happens. And uh, that's what I'm hoping, that unless we trade up or down, that we either get a guy that can block somebody, that's really, that can block a cowboy, right. a eagle, or a giant. That's all I care about. Yeah, As those eight games, we got to be able to block them better. And if you can't give me a guy that can do that, I'm not interested in you. John, any movies, any book signings? I mean, you're an author, you're an actor, <laughs> you got so much going that you want to. We got nothing. a million people listening right now. Anything you want to throw out? 
just the podcast, in addition to, you know, obviously ESPN.com work right. with the John Com report, mm-hmm. I talked to Michael McCann, who is a legal sports legal expert, just about deals with the sale, like what's going on with the sale as far as from a legal standpoint, how he sees things playing out, things that could impact it, et cetera. So that's what I have out right now. So okay. there you go. Good deal. We appreciate that. John, as always, man, thank you so much. Always fun. Always fun. You got it. The Buckeye himself, John Kime. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.